welcome once again to another episode of the community podcast brought to you by Civsource Africa. At Civsource Africa, we are passionate about local philanthropy and we use this podcast and several other opportunities to be able to contribute to the narrative shaping around local philanthropy in Uganda. As you will recall, the season eight of the community podcast that we are running focuses on Rotary in Uganda, the power of collective giving that comes from Rotary in Uganda. Our guest today is a very seasoned Rotarian, former Rotaractor, and a very good friend of mine, Xavier Sentamu, who is a past district governor of the, Rota of the District 9211, and also uh, a member of the Rotary Club of Chiwatule. You're most welcome, uh, Governor Xavier. Thank you, Malcolm. It's a pleasure to have you. Thank you. Uh, we shall get right into it um, and uh, ask you to share with us a personal story about generosity and how generosity has been manifested in your life um, and, and how it has become important to you. Thank you, Malcolm, and thank you for hosting me here. It's been quite a while. Yes. Uh, generosity, and I'm, I'm so glad when you, you shared with me uh, the need for us to come and share uh, about this topic. Generosity to me is everything about uh, catering and indeed looking out for each other. I think this is a lot to do with our African culture, mm. that in, by nature we, we look out for each other. Mm. I remember growing up in um, my little village in Namagoma, Every one, every other elder person on the on the community, yeah. if it's a lady, is a mother. Yes. If it's a gentleman, is a father. Yes. And you would not do anything wrong. Neither would you celebrate a special day, Christmas, Easter, and so on. And you do not look out whether your neighbor or another person on the village yes. has something to to, to partake yes. during that time. Yes. And so we grew up with that in, in mind. Of course, going back to church, yes, we've we've been trained in a way that you have to go with something yeah. for offertory. offertory yes. uh, it's biblical, or probably it's part of our religious culture. But you, you can imagine God has everything, but mm. yet we still have to to contribute something because. And why you contribute? Because you're thinking that you are propelling God's work, and yeah. therefore you are helping that go on. Yes. So to me, that came right from the, the foundation, as mm -hmm. from my parents, and it's something that we grew up doing. Uh, fast forward, I, I think in primary, I remember very well, uh, we, again in Nabingo, that's where I did my primary school, yes. uh, towards P7 sitting, and there was this uh, one friend of ours, we had been classmates, we have been doing, you, you know, in, in, in school and you are doing uh, competition. Yes. You are, he's either better than you in mathematics or you are better than mm. him and you don't want to be beaten. Yes. And then coming towards exams, uh, they tell us he's not going to sit for exams. Why? Because he hadn't finished school fees. Wow. I, I mean, some of us, we did not imagine you, you do not pay school Proofies, fees. When yeah. it, it was automatic. Your yeah. parents have paid school fees and you are there. Yeah, but that was something strange, something yeah. that struck us. And so what we did is that within the school, the students' community, yes. the, the peers, the people in P7, 
we started contributing very little you know 10 shillings here 100 shillings yeah. of course you ask for your parents and you just sacrifice the the kabalagala <laughs> for, for a day, <laughs> for a day. And, and and we sat exams with with, him. with our friend yes so for me it, it starts from there yes yes and then we we i i of course ran through uh life we did our p7 during the hard times i remember we shared a story on, on mitiana road yes <laughs> and, and you are surprised but when i go to university finish university and then i am teaching at the university i get in touch with a friend who starts introducing this whole aspect of uh, rotract to me yeah And initially I thought okay these guys just go over weekend on a Friday evening and they are just enjoying a good time in the evening. Yeah. But one particular time we went out for a project in Kidera. And they had talked about the Kidera project for a long time because it was an an event for a time. Kidera is in Eastern Kidera in, in, in Busoga in, in in Kamuli. Okay. And they had talked about it for a long time. Yeah. It was an annual project so those who had been in the previous Kideras knew exactly one What they happened? knew the excitement and the fun that were there but most importantly they knew how much impact in terms of service yeah. that were there so for this particular one we they organize and they need resource contribution and so on which i was happy to to support but to me it the support was never the most important thing until i was in chidera yes the amount the the number of people that came and the involvement from my colleagues and myself in terms of helping you know you do think this is a medical outreach and so you think it's only doctors yeah but i saw that our support was coming in from washing the utensils from sanitizing this from just recording the patients and yeah. things like that yeah. and i thought after that weekend i thought we had done something incredible yeah so returning back I reflected on how much I had contributed in terms of money and reflected on how much had been done and I thought actually if I I I I put that to only the money I contributed it had nothing, nothing yeah. because the fact that I had driven my vehicle the fact that I had given up my time yeah. for that but most importantly looking out for those guys that old gentleman to make sure that they do not line up but you move them where they need yes. uh, uh, helping out with that young kid who is crying because they have seen the dental uh, kit and you know the the fear about the, yeah, the, the dentist people, and yes. things like that to me was all that mattered most yeah. and i never ever stopped going to kidera yeah. because of that yeah. and i keep telling people that probably that shaped my rotary journey Wow. wow. Over that years I got to know many more ways that we can be able to support. Mm-hmm. And we, I mean as Rotary as an organization we are now 117 years uh we our signature program has been the eradication of polio. And when you read about it 30 plus years ago whenever when Rotary International set out to deliver a polio free world to the children of the world. Yeah. Everyone and I bet guys in World Health Organization thought these guys yeah. are crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that time. That time. Yes. And yet now it seemed impossible. Just last polio day on the 24th of October last yeah. year. 
I was listening to the, the Director General of World Health Organization and he was only quoting four cases of polio last year. The entire world? The entire world. So we are this close. But to me it's not about, it's about the dedicated force, men and women, who beyond contributing monetary terms, yeah. they have gone out, they have gone out to look for the children, they have carried the vaccines, they have mobilized communities and things like that. And to me, in Uganda, Uganda was declared polio-free probably 10 years ago. Yeah. And we've maintained that. Yeah. But it has been a consulted and dedicated yes. efforts mm. from Rotarians, from different health care professionals and so on. Yeah. And to me, that is generosity. Yes. That is giving without even attaching yet monetary value, monetary value but yet means. giving something long-term. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and, and building a future. Exactly. If, if anything, to secure the future. Exactly. Um, that, is, that, that is fantastic, Xavier. And, and from what I, what I pick from what you're saying is two things. One is that for you, generosity is a way of life. It, it was something that you grew up, you didn't even think twice about. And, and I think that is very true about many African cultures, that it's just about giving. And sometimes the challenge is that we over-normalize it. It becomes so mundane to us that it's no longer an issue. And then when, it, when, when, we, are, when we receive from outside is when we see it as big. When your neighbor comes to give you a portion of their meal, you're thinking this is their responsibility anyway. But then when uh, a foreigner carries a pot of gold and brings it to you, you're thinking, wow, this, now this one has gone out of their way. So I think, you think you're right, generosity is a way of life. And connecting that to Rotary, I think what I pick from what you're saying is Rotary is generosity in action. For that, sure. Th that act of, of, of going out into the community, identifying where the need is and being able to support it, that is, is where, the, where the generosity lies. And, and I think that, that that is an amazing way of connecting the two, Rotary and, and generosity. But let's not kid ourselves that even the eradication of polio required a lot of fundraising. And Rotary's fundraising is hailed to be one of the most dynamic. Uh, could you let us know how Rotary raises money, Rotary in Uganda, to be able to do some of these amazing things? Yes, most certainly. And, and, and Malcolm, you bring it out right, that there's a level of fundraising. Yeah. And probably I would define it, who are the Rotarians? Rotarians are community leaders. They are business leaders. Yeah. They are professional leaders. So they are people with the right contacts. Yeah. But we also know that most importantly, what makes them Rotarians is the fact that beyond their leadership in, in community, beyond their position in community, yes. they are service-minded community professional or uh, civic leaders. Yes, yes, yes. So it's that aspect of service that makes the whole difference. Okay. okay. And, and, and so for us, in Uganda, when we talk about Rotary in Uganda, the resources that we've muscled in terms of the eradication of polio is way beyond the, just the money yeah. that we've done. Because what we've done is, uh, one, is to use our contacts, our connections, to ensure that we rally the population yes. to participate in this. Yeah. And I'll tell you one thing is that uh, 
and I, I was talking to the permanent secretary, Minister of Health, and he, she acknowledges the importance of Rotarians and the effectiveness of Rotarians in community mobilization. Yes, yes. So there's that inherent value that we bring on board beyond mm, the, the financial muscle. Yes. Th that Rotarians, without being paid, mm. and so mm. they're offering their time that in another NGO, in another organization, that time will be monetized. Yes. And they go out there, participate fully, and that's what makes us different from other service organizations. Mm -hmm. yes. Our classification, utilization of our classification, utilization of our skills to fully be part of the solution provided, yes. makes it easier to reach out to the community. Okay. And, and so when it came to polio, a couple of years ago, we, we had National Immunization Days, yeah. NIDs. And, uh, and, and would, the Minister of Health would work with Rotary Clubs around the country yeah. just to mobilize communities. Mm -hmm. And they found out that the way we talk to the communities, because of course when you go as Minister of Health, the communities are going to expect allowances yes. and so on, yes. and it's a different uh, story, a story altogether. altogether yes. So to me, I feel that that is where it begins. But also, there are so many organizations, there are so many people with deeper pockets, mm. friends, mm. Uh, people of uh, our acquaintances, who are simply not Rotarians, but they want to help. And that's where Rotary comes in, yes. that we have the unique skill of, ensure, of convincing people with the resources, corporate organizations, so because they have seen what we can do, mm -hmm. they can fully interest us with their resources to be able to do that yeah. task for yeah. them. Yeah. And to us, I think it, it only widens the, the network of people being generous and solving the, the problems that yeah. we are dealing yeah. with. Yeah. Yes. And so that's what has, uh, has happened. I remember that uh, we were dealing with, uh, with, with the polio eradication and uh, you know, it could be Coca-Cola, it could be Pepsi-Cola, they provide the, the the drinks, it could be one with the transportation and they provide the transport. So everyone contributes and makes the whole process much more smooth. Yes. And this has even been happening recently, we were involved in the COVID, uh, the COVID uh, you know, ensuring that everyone gets immunized and so on. Yes. But it was a consulted effort of bringing all stakeholders and the Minister of Health earmarking out Rotary to be the key coordinator to bring these stakeholders together. Wow. But to wow. me, the most important thing is that at least then we can be able to cause people to be able to contribute and solve a challenge. Yeah. If they don't have the time to go out there, then the Rotary spirit Good. helps us to, lead, to lead. do that. Yeah. Yes. Thank you so much, uh, Xavier, for sharing that bit. I, I think that puts a lot of how Rotary is perceived in perspective. You have emphasized even so much more than the monetary contribution, the networks, the depth in, in connection, um, and the time that Rotarians give to be able to bring about the transformative change in the communities that they are, that they are serving. And, and that, that certainly is not something that is, is seen everywhere for sure mm. and uh, and to, to me i think that is uh, the cornerstone 
of why Rotary is strong in Uganda. Mm. I'll tell you one thing, mm. that Rotary in Uganda probably the strongest on the African continent. Wow. And, 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 and it will be ranking in the top 10 in the world. Yes. And everyone, all Rotary leaders that come in this country will keep asking, what is unique yes. about that? Yes. And uh, probably we've done it right. Mm. But it, it, it's come a long way. Yes. We've had our turmoil <laughs> yes. uh, in the past during mm. the, the, the 70s. And, you know, it was almost burned. It was operating undercover. Undercover, yes. And, uh, <laughs> and then we come to a level where it was predominantly maybe high class, so to say. Mm. Um, really you needed to be a lawyer you needed to put on a you a know suit, a suit a jacket and a, a necktie and things like that yes but i think we found out that generosity and indeed solving uh, community mm. problems mm. is about being part and parcel of the community mm. it knows feeding, no, no class yeah it knows no class feeling what is is in the community and dealing with indeed, it yes and so we, we went out and, and indeed, and Rotary world overs had to adjust to that yes. because we uh, we identified that probably you you'll be able to be in touch with the community better when you are representative of the community, when you feel what the community is going through, yes. or when you go to the community and then they are able to open up to you. Yeah. Then you can deal with the issues. Uh, However much money you have. If you don't connect with the community, then you, you, you don't make any headway. Yeah, I mean, there have been so many interventions and they end up as a white elephant. Yes. Because you, you thought this is the, the issue in the community yeah, yeah. and you, you are providing a solution to which something not urgent. urgent at all. So we've, we've gone a long way. But what else, else that we've done is that we've been practical in addressing issues that concern society. And so I think that's where corporate, government, and international organizations have trusted us. Mm -hmm. And they, they look out for us. They, they know that when Rotary is in, in the mix, dealing with a, a, a challenge, yes. then you are going to find us. Then you are going to deal, get to the bottom of it. Yes, and, yes. And, and, and that's what has given us the credibility. Mm -hmm. That's why it is easier for us to mobilize resources to bring on board corporate organizations, to bring up different partners, mm -hmm. because they know we've been there, we've done it, we've done it right. right yes. And But also we've been a force to reckon with in mm -hmm. terms of supporting Rotary causes. You know, there's the, the Rotary Foundation. Yes. And the Rotary Foundation is the, is the World Bank of Rotary. <laughs> it's our financing arm. Yes. But we mobilize those resources those finances okay and uh, having been a governor I, I looked at the statistics how much we give as a district my district then was uganda and tanzania yeah. and i compared it with with other really deep pocket uh, yeah, countries, countries yes. you could see that we are beating way above our weight yes we are actually contributing something substantial and that has also helped us that we are getting something substantial. We are probably also among the top 10 countries that receive resources from the foundation. Mm -hmm. yeah. Why? 
because we are among in the top that the, give to the foundation. Yeah, yeah. Yes, our per capita cannot be as big mm. as those of the Western world oh, and so yes, on. Yes. But you know, if you put it in relativity, I'm a yes. statistician, yes. and I always want to compare mangoes to with mangoes, mangoes and yes, apples with apples, apples yeah. then you know we are doing something yeah, right. Yeah. But that has also helped us that we ensure that even when we donate to the foundation, when we receive to the found, from the Rotary Foundation, because the Rotary Foundation was created to cause impact around the world. Could you sh just share with us a bit how the, how the foundation works itself? The, the Rotary Foundation, which was started uh, in 1917, so now just slightly above 100 yeah. years, it was started with the principle of creating good in, in the world. Yeah. And the, how it operates, it's, it, that it mobilizes resources from it, Rotary members, Rotarians like you and me, yeah. and then friends of Rotary. Okay. Friends of Rotary, like, you know, it could be a corporate organization, it could be Bill and Melinda Gates, yeah. it could be any other foundation. Yes. People who trust that when you donate to the, found, to the Rotary Foundation, they will actually utilize your resources to the best to reach the ultimate person. Yeah. And indeed, over the years, uh, I think in the last 15 years, our foundation has been rated with a foster, in actual fact, with 99.7% among the charity, using the World Charity Navigator, yeah. among the charities in the US and so on. And, that, and, and normally when they give you those parameters, they are looking at the levels of accountability, yeah. looking at the levels at which your funding goes to the ultimate beneficiary, mm -hmm. they are looking at the, you know, things like that. Yeah. So by ranking you that, everyone will want to come and participate with you. you. Uh, of course, without mentioning, but there are cases where you are, you are mobilizing a thousand dollars, and probably seven hundred is going to operational costs, mm, mm. and so the beneficiary is only getting get it there, yeah. that, that is, is not so. It's taking so, into consideration as well. Exactly, and so when you raise, when we raise funds, when our friends contribute funds to the foundation, they are then put in a pool, and districts, Rotary districts around the world. Rotary clubs around the world, they are given a right to apply, to identify needs in their yeah, communities, yeah. look for support from the foundation to complement what they have mobilized. Okay. So in a way, it continues to help us to mobilize yeah, resources yeah, locally, yes. and then we get additional resources from the foundation. foundation. Remember that you also contributed to what yeah, is in the foundation. foundation yeah. But it helps us. I, I know uh, la just last year we did a project as Rotary Club of Kiwatule where we contributed uh, probably with our part with our local other clubs probably 15,000 US dollars and yet it brought in 150,000 US dollars. Wow. So that multiplier effect, it where is, did it come yes. from? Because there are people in Caribbean, there are people in the USA, but there are people in Nigeria or Kenya mm. or there are people in, down in Arua who have contributed, and cumulatively, yeah. that comes back. Yes. So that's how the foundation operates. Yeah. And we encourage people. And, and trust me, there are corporate organizations here. There are people uh, of good hearts, who are not Rotarians in Uganda here, yeah. who have continued to give to the foundation yeah. because they know what it means, that the seed that you saw there is going to multiply a thousandfold. Yeah. And so that helps us to mobilize. And that has also helped us to rejuvenate and to, to show 
the impact of Rotary and to transform communities. For us, I think as Rotarians, and Rotarians will know that it's about transforming the communities. It's not about the money that you give. Yeah. It's about the number, the number of children that that man has educated. It, yeah. it's, amount, it's about the number of pregnant mothers, the number of mothers that have gone out of a health center safe mm. with bouncing babies yes, yes. and knowing that that child will live to see their sixth birthday. It's about community empowerment. Mm. It's about that lady who has been collecting water, walking a distance of five kilometers, and now water is less than uh, 500 meters from their yeah. home. And yeah. therefore they can utilize that time yes, to, to, to do more important things that develop the community yes. and develop the family. Yes. So it's about that. It's about the, our peace center, mm. providing a peace center here, providing peace scholars, so that these issues like what we are seeing in Ukraine, in Russia, but discussions like domestic violence and things like that, so that we can have our ambassadors, peace agents, to fuse out these issues. Yeah. For us, yeah. when that happens, then you know whatever you invested in the foundation is working. And, and those are the things that you can't quite put a price on. Because however much money you have contributed, like you say, the value is not in there, but in the difference that that money is actually making. And that's where the focus For sure. actually should be. You mentioned quite a number of organizations, uh, corporates, even government beseeching Rotary to be a part of their plans. What would you say is Rotary's currency? What What is the currency on which Rotary trades and is able to attract this kind of, um, of, of uh, support and, and request for partnership? I think our currency could be trust. Yeah. It's, it's actually embedded right in our core values, mm. integrity. Yes. People, people believe in us. Yeah. It's about action. People know that when a Rotarian says this, they mean that. Mm. When the Rotarian sets out to do something, it's going to be done. It's, it's about that level of trust. And it's about the fact that we've cut across all spheres that we know that there is unity in diversity. Mm. And therefore, whatever color of party that you belong to, whatever religion, whatever race you belong to, yes. it's about humanity. Yeah. And, and, and you need, and very few organizations, they, they, they are going to be leaning somewhere. <laughs> and so you need to find an organization which cuts, which is way above all that. Yes. Because yes. after all, it's about humanity. Yes. And, and, and I think it has helped us. And over the years, probably the other thing is that they have, they have seen the impact on ground. Yes. What we have done with meager resources, because we are not so many Rotarians in Uganda. Mm. You'll be surprised. So many people think that we are like a, a million people in Uganda. <laughs> <laughs> Rotarians. Yes. We are not even 5,000 Rotarians in Uganda. Yeah, Surprise. Yeah. But probably why they think it's a million Rotarians in Uganda is the amount of work that has been done is, is probably much more yeah. than what. Yeah. So you can imagine if only 
So that why people trust us? Why, uh, you know, Minister of Health and Government would come and talk to us? to deal with issues of, of in medical area. Minister of Education comes and wants to partner with us in education-related mm -hmm. events. When we go to the Minister of Environment and want to cause a change in, the, in ensuring that we protect our environment and mm -hmm. so on, it's because they know if these guys, few as they are, they can cause this much impact. impact. If we can work with them, probably the impact will be bigger yeah and to me i think that is something good yeah. and something that we need to continue as a ride on hopefully we can get more hands on the deck yes we then we could make it much bigger. bigger but i think me to me it's about that about the trust yeah and and trust is certainly that 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 unseen bit in in, in generosity that allows the, the giving to keep flowing because if you give and it reaches the intended beneficiary, you're happy to give again and, and give again. But in, you, you did start by mentioning about how generosity is a way of life for you as you grew up, but also in our African cultures. And, and, and whereas that is, is the truth, there's also another truth that we have been discouraged from touting our giving, from announcing the giving, from celebrating loudly the giving because again it's a way of life it isn't an event you know it is it is a culture it is just who we are um however the need to announce to celebrate to recognize has has grown uh, and and I, I don't know if rotary has had that experience where it has been a bit coy to, to announce, to be loud about the giving about the work that it does about the need to fundraise even more and 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 whether there has been a transformation for for Rotary in Uganda in that sense, Malcolm, you bring out a very important point because uh, I, I will tell you that Rotary has, in Uganda yes. and Rotary globally yes. has been probably uh, fallen in the same trap. Yes. Uh, as Rotarians, we we were happy to do things like the way it is is in the bible yes. that your left hand that should not know yes. what your right hand has as yes. uh, given and so we were happy to solve challenges and keep quiet about quiet. them yes. but we found out over time that that is detrimental to us yes. one you do not attract many partners mm -hmm. and therefore you do not do much more, much more. that you would have done and so in the recent past, we've gone out to be intentional in terms of documenting, but in terms of communicating our impact, mm. our generosity mm. in its entirety. Yeah. In the past, growing up as a Rotarian, we've given, you know, over the weekend, the Rotary Club of Kiwatule, or there's so many clubs, they go out and do a medical camp. I just told you an example in Kidera, yeah. and maybe we are 70 Rotaractors, then we've raised this so much resources in terms of money, but there are people who have contributed uh, in a kind. Yeah. They have given us water, they have given us medical, whatever. But when we are reporting, you know, you report only the money in cash. The money, yes, yes. And and probably there's much more. Your cont our contribution in terms of time, in terms of fuel, mm -hmm. in terms of uh, the, the, the in-kind contribution and so on, is probably 300, 400, 500 times 
more than the money that yeah. we've put in. Yeah. And we and and I think when we report that way, money only, yeah. then we've not done justice to what actually we've just we just experienced over that weekend. The generosity in its entirety. In its entirety. Mm. Actually, if only we could talk about the generosity, even from the fact that I talk to this young mother and she lives feeling that she has a life yes. ahead of her. Yes, yes. It's, that is something, if I only put value to it, <laughs> it's huge. <laughs> it's huge. If I could only have provided that the fact that I went through a career guidance mm. and I shaped the future of this child, yes. that is something huge. Yes. So th there's much more than that. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I keep seeing this in our African culture. You know, we, we mobilize uh, whether weddings or funerals, someone has died. Yes. And you see how much everyone pinches in mm -hmm. for a send-off, yeah. a dignified send-off. Yeah. And, and and someone brings matoke and so on. But, you know, the only people they announce are the people who have brought... Mm -hmm. Even the person who has contributed a thousand shillings yeah. could be announced. Yeah, no, and someone who has brought 20, uh, five bunches of matoke not announced. Yes, yes, yes. We need to change mm. the perspective. Mm. Because I think as Africans... Well, more generous. I sometimes get actually disturbed how yeah. how low we take ourselves. How because there's a lot that we do out there. When you look at the way we, we, we've just gone through COVID, yeah. when we, you look at the support system within community, mm -hmm. looking out for that who doesn't have, for that particular household with who don't have uh, what to eat and things yes. like that. Yes. I mean. This is, it's an incredible feeling. Yeah. Being able to share out what you have. I have rice, but I know my neighbor may not have, and things like that. Mm. But no one documents that. Yeah. And you know what? When that, if that is done by someone from out there, it's going to be all over the news. Yes, yes. So probably have that a is... a video to go with, yeah. with it. And... Exactly. <laughs> so that is something that we need as Rotary, as an organization, is something that we are now coming out to be intentional in yeah. terms of publicizing. I'm not sure we are yet there yet. Okay. How, I, how I wish we are even 50% there. Yes. I think it would be much more out in public. Yeah. But at least the journey has started. Yeah. And uh, and I hope that people get to appreciate. I was actually, last week I was in Bukoma Simbi uh, doing some water project and we are going to put in place a huge water reservoir. Uh, for a community that is what the the Bukoma Simbi is part of the Kato Corridor, and so it is water stressed. And uh, this particular reservoir is going to supply water to over four communities. But it's going to. But but it's going to. When when we were there, we, we had two Rotarians from. One from Canada and one from uh, Scotland, mm. <laughs> and you know. But you know, this, uh, the the partnership here is between USAID and Rotary International and so on. And these Rotarians from Uganda and so on, we've put in all the resources, technical expertise and so on too. Yes. But it was surprising that everyone who stood, the RDC, the cow and so on, yes. they just look at the two white faces. <laughs> and, That's where the focus is. Uh, yeah. No, we are laughing but about it's it, a but cultural it's, thing. It's sad, yeah. it, it's sad, but it's a cultural thing. Yeah. It's something that, and I like what you've just started, yeah. that that we need to start communicating that we believe that people need to appreciate how much 
as Africans, we are offering in terms of support system, yeah. in terms of generosity, yeah. in terms of supporting each other for, you know, for the things that we, we carry out. Yeah. Because I think it's, it's a lot. And uh, it, it's only in Africa that it, someone will be able to survive and survive freely yeah. without... You, you hardly find someone that you can starve. Starve, you know, certainly not. Yeah. yeah. So, true, Rotary in Uganda, and probably that is what is giving us the edge out there, out mm -hmm. of different from the other African countries, but we can do better. Yeah. So we, we hope that we can. This should start more of the conversation yes. to document much bigger than just the monetary contribution. contribution. Yeah. I, thank you so much. You've, you've, you've really hit the nail on the head right there because that's what this forum is about. It's about sharing the stories around philanthropy, believing that even Africans can be philanthropists and that our giving counts, our giving matters, even if it is not the monetary one. There are several other forms in which we give naturally um, as a way of life. Um, we give a lot within our communities, within our families, and Rotary in Uganda is doing just that as well. I will turn to you for a parting shot now um, and just asking what is your clarion call for our, our, our viewers, our listeners, uh, to be able to drum up more generosity and, and like you say, the documentation and, and heralding what we do that comes almost naturally for us. My parting call, and I will relate it to uh, a, a story that I never cease to share. Yeah. This is a story about a young boy called Patrick from Kibera Slums. Yes. Uh, you probably have heard about it. Patrick Odella from Kibera. And uh, this is uh, a, a young boy when we were then a bigger district and working with fellow Rotarians from Nairobi. We go to visit them and we are seeing this young boy move around us. And, uh, but, but we were inquisitive. And probably we all moved with our Rotary hearts that day. And, uh, and so we, we, come, we talked to our Kenyan counterparts to follow up this young boy yeah. who kept hovering around us. Yeah. Uh, I'll cut the story short. When they went to back to find out about this young boy, he had lost a father. The mother could not afford school, so he had dropped out. They end up in the biggest slum on the African continent. But he, he wanted to go back to school. So we try out something. We bring him to Uganda and we place him in a school just to try out one term. And I'm talking generosity because I'm talking about the African generosity that our friends in yes, Kenya, yes. they identify a young boy, they try out something, they even get him on a bus to Uganda. Yeah. Ugandans will receive, him. will receive him, we open up our home to him, take him to school. We had wanted him to be here for one term. He started in S2. That term ended up being a series of terms until he completed his S6. Yes. He ended up being the fourth best student in S6. Wow. He left Uganda with a first class law degree. Wow. And he's a practicing lawyer yes. in, Nairobi. in Nairobi. To me, every time I think about cases like that, yeah. every time I think about a case like uh, when we were in, doing a medical outreach in Sese Islands and there was this young mother who could have lost her life because there were no doctors on ground, 
was a miracle, a miracle that my president, current president, Brenda, and uh, a couple of other doctors were in the islands, and they did something incredible. They went out, did a C-section with minimal supplies. Su supplies. Yeah. And that mother and a boy, now eight years, called Rotary, yeah. is existing. So if only people could know that generosity is about utilizing what you have at any particular time to solve to provide something, a, a better life for someone in yes, need. Yes, and yes. that's all. That's it. Because the blessings that God has given us, we've not paid for them. Mm. The only way that we can thank God for the, bless, the many blessings he gives to you, mm. to anyone watching us out there, mm. is to simply look out for someone in need and bless them. And give and solve whatever little. Yeah. And trust me, there is nothing little in terms of giving. This is one song I've been telling people. Yes. There's nothing little. It takes less than half a dollar to immunize a child against polio. But just imagine the impact if that child ever got polio. Mm -hmm. So if you want to know the magnitude of your half a dollar, yes. look at it from the perspective of the mental, whatever, the, the cost to so looking look after, after polio child, child yeah. and, and so and, many and, things and the cost along the family, that. exactly the community and, so and the nation. That's when you yes. know that even donating a dollar is, is very important. Yeah. That donating ten dollars is very important. But even just mobilizing a community to go for vaccinating children, yeah. you are as good as, as someone who has contributed true. that dollar. True. True. So it's a whole range of things. Yes. I think it starts with the heart. And that's what Rotarians have done, is that they have offered their, themselves to be there to solve challenges in the communities. And what better way, when we talk generosity, it's about that. Yeah. It's about not only giving your resources in terms of money, it's giving your resources in terms of time, in terms of intellect, yeah. in terms of everything. Yeah. And my parting shot is that every one of us can do this. And my parting, the other parting thought is that we need to be bringing out this much more. Yeah. Things like this discussion should get out much more yeah. so that we can show the rest of the world that after all, we've been there and we've been doing this for many, many yeah. more years. Thank you. Thank you, Xavier. That's uh, a perfect way to bring a curtain on our episode, believing that we've been able to share what Rotary, how Rotary brings generosity to the fore. And uh, I, I think that the, the thread that has run through this entire conversation is how generosity is a way of life. And uh, towards the end there, how we need to be able to share more, to talk more, to put it out there and remind everyone out there, our viewers, our listeners, that there's so much more that you can do wherever you are, however you are. There's something that you can be able to do to improve the community around you and be able to share that you have been able to, to achieve that. Thank you so much to our guest, uh, Rotarian Xavier Sentamu, a pastor's governor um, he brought of Rotary in East Africa. Uh, and thank you to our listeners, to our viewers on YouTube for joining us for yet another episode, which is brought to you every Thursday on the community podcast, courtesy of Source Africa. Thank you once again. Very good time.